That's what we're going to do. All right, uh, Nick, how's your diet going? Uh, mine's pretty good. I'm turning 30, so I have been... Uh, boom I have been... I made a promise to myself that I would be in the best shape of my life at 30. Uh, when did you make that promise? Like last week. Oh, oh so I could, at 29. <laughs> so you've been really blowing up on the push. <laughs> no, actually, I was already... Uh, for the last five years, I've worked out regularly and eaten well. So it's really yeah. just like... Just don't get chips with my sandwich for the next month, and then I'll be okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. So, I'm, so this I'm is what you did. Far. You sat down to yourself, and you're like, "I'm in the best shape of my life. <laughs> I want to be in the best shape of my life next year. So I'm just gonna keep with the program. <laughs> Same thing, <laughs> just no chips, <laughs> except for the cheat day." afternoon meat suits and meat dresses welcome back to read it and weep we're a good podcast about bad books movies and television this is episode number 188 we have now done as many episodes as the value of one of each of the united states dollar bills whoa wait 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 100 plus 50 plus 20 plus 10 plus 5 plus 2 plus 1 188 there's yeah, but you're forgetting the five yeah, and there's also a ten thousand dollar bill not ever produced that are actually produced. Five hundred dollar bills aren't produced anymore. No, no one's no not one's putting up five hundred dollars. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Who's on the five hundred dollar bill? Bill Clinton. Your mom. <laughs> not... I'm gonna go with your mom also. <laughs> oh come on, guys. Mine is at least a president. <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe uh, those went out of circulation in 1934. Other than that, is good job. Wait, wait. Did you? Uh, sorry. Did you say twos or no? I just say twos. Those aren't in circulation now. Yeah, they are. I got a new. Oh, they, two. I've gotten new twos recently, and I have one, and I love it. Yeah, they're great. Do you count dollar coins? Nope, I said bills. I like how you're determined to try to throw a wrench in this, even though I thoroughly researched it. God damn it, you win! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you owe me one hundred and eighty-eight dollars. <laughs> Is that how it works? Whenever you're right, you get the value of whatever you're right about. I think that should be how it works. <laughs> I'm never going to argue about anything expensive ever again. Yeah, you can't afford it. <laughs> anyway, speaking of things that I haven't seen before in one place, this week we're talking about The Gilmore Girls, the spinoff from the MTV show 16 and Pregnant. <laughs> nice. This, this is like the happy, uni- ha- happy Universe version. This is yeah, like the, the, yeah, yeah. the Norman Rockwell 16 yeah, and Pregnant. Or the exactly. Wayne's World Everybody's Happy Ending yeah. of 16 and Pregnant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This worked out for everybody, provided uh, that the unhealthy mother-daughter relationship doesn't cause any lasting damage. We haven't seen yet. Okay. They're so good. You're, you're, you're a bastard, Alex. Oh, this is going to get ugly then. Oh, <laughs> This week's episode is sponsored by audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep. If you go to that address, sign up for a free trial. You can get an audiobook of your choice from pretty much everything ever written. Uh, and you support our show. It's a very simple way to help both of us out. You get a free book. We get a free support of our show. And if you want to support our show even more directly, you can sponsor a topic by going to read-weep.com slash sponsor. We will watch your guilty pleasure, not just our own guilty pleasures, but something that you actually like. We can do that. It's just a small fee. Read-weep.com slash sponsor. Gilmore Girls, of course. Nick, this is your guilty pleasure. Uh, Nick, why don't you say a word right now about why you chose this as your foremost guilty pleasure for us? Uh, well, I think if I have to think, uh, I used to live with uh, our good friend Tim Dufresne, who's a comedian and mm-hmm. stand-up and improviser in New York right now. Um, and I remember the time in my life, I, we lived together, and 
he would come home and I would be watching the Gilmore Girls, and he had just he had at this time been watching The Shield. Yeah. So and he shamed me so much every time he came home. He'd be like, wow. I, "I just don't even understand you. I just want to lift weights and smash things." And you're here like <laughs> talking about gin fizz. Yeah. I mean, there are some problems with the shield, but I think he might actually be right about shaming you for that. No, it's oh way, yeah, no, this he, is way too easy of a target. Like, I think like the only sensible thing is to defend this at all costs. Like, <laughs> uh, because I'm, you don't like injustice. Absolutely. <laughs> no, you, because you don't like justice. I don't like easy justice. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, one of these jurors is going to have to vote guilty just so it's not an easy <laughs> It should be a fair fight. They worked out on 12 Angry Men, but on all the other juries, you're just an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so if you want to force us to re- uh, watch your guilty pleasure, redistweet.com slash sponsor. Let me introduce you to your panel today. I'm your host. My name is Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Uh, I've gone with underscore. I also like under thing is fine. Flatline Falcone. Hmm. That's a new um, one. Yeah, that was from uh, Alex. Quote unquote. Flatline Falcone. <laughs> Alex what? knocked over letter I. <laughs> knocked over little L. Whatever you need to remember to go follow me on Twitter, use that mnemonic and get over there because I am <laughs> killing it. Uh, here are some of my friends in San Francisco, California. It's Ezra Fox. Alex, don't talk to me. Just give me the coffee. I need it, baby. I need it bad. <laughs> well, here's a pot of diner coffee that's been burning all morning because apparently you can't tell the difference. Okay, but the mugs are totally fun and homey. I agree with that. I like the mugs. Okay, I'm sure good. that coffee is awful, but I like the mugs. But he's cute. He's, he's the cute. only one who makes a decent cup of coffee in the entire county. <laughs> all right. So, also, you know, does she ever do it with him? Later. Okay. Not in any of the episodes we watched. I was just well, curious. She was Dude, engaged. They were engaged in the last, in the last one. How do you not engaged? know? Come on. Yeah. Wait, they were engaged? Yes. yes. Oh, I didn't watch the very last one, the, ep- the Dude, season six one. What? You only wa- hey, I only watched four and a half I hours chose, of your show. No, I chose a very deliberate arc of the show, and you are shortchanging yourself, and all of your criticisms are invalid. <laughs> not yeah, everything's invalid taking- now. It took me, it took six seasons to decide that she, that they were going to get together. Well, it was like the will there or won't they, and one of them was always like occupied in a relationship. Uh, it's the slow burn, Alex. Uh, uh, burn is the right word. Also joining us today, uh, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter. In Seattle, Washington, it's Chris Smith. Oh, I lost my Macy Gray CD, and I need some caffeine. Hit me up, stat, Alex. Man, you guys both went with the coffee thing. It's yeah, a well, pretty notable you know, thing. Uh, one was Lorelai, and one was Rory. So, there you go. Right. The indistinguishable characters. That's why they're so compatible. <laughs> Untrue. I will defend. I am okay. Wait, now, not yet. Not a, yet. Mm. Uh, that other voice, <laughs> our guilty pleasure haver of the day. He's <laughs> at Nick. Bit. He's at Nick Delahanty on Twitter. He's at Nick Delahanty on Twitter, and he is a member of the ske- the web sketch series Planet Town at planettownfilms.com. Please welcome back to the show, Nick Delahanty. I bought her the sex box springs. <laughs> is that from the last episode too? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I picked that one specifically to burn you. I, s- <laughs> I you asked me how many, and I said four to five, and I watched four. All right, guys, how about this? 
We're just only going to talk about the last episode. Alex will not know what's going on the entire time. I'm just going to assume from now on, it's like the, the last episode is somehow like season three of The Wire condensed and the rest of the show is on the WB. That must be what happened. Otherwise, you wouldn't like it this much. That's right. One of them. The last episode contained Brother Mazone. <laughs> the- I love Brother Mazon. Of course. Everybody loves Brother Mazon. All right. Well, let's get into it. So let's start. Uh, first, Chris, I need you to summarize what we watched. Yeah. Uh, I need you to summarize. And, and you can do it whatever style you want. But the whole time you summarize, just try way too hard. <laughs> or alternatively, okay. Chris, do it in the style of delightful banter. <laughs> With myself. <laughs> Fantastic. So Gilmore Girls. Lorelai and Rory Gilmore have maybe the best mother-daughter relationship ever. They live in Stars mm. Hollow, Connecticut. Shut up. And she, Rory is in high school. And uh, Lorelai had Rory at 16, which means Lo- Lorelai is only like 32 and Rory's 16. So they're like oddly similar in age. And they're very they, – they both talk and they're very, very smart and they talk very fast. And Rory is sharp as a whip. She is <laughs> such an academic superstar. She just got in, guys, to Chilton Academy, the best Ooh. school in all of Connecticut. And it's up there near Hartford. And it's a sure shot for her dreams to go to Harvard or Yale where she actually winds up going Named after the, the Chilton gum fortune. That's right. You can always recognize the Chilton – girl i guess uh, <laughs> anyway um the but the point of the point is that lorelei works in a hotel and even though she manages a hotel she does not have chilton money but fortunately her super rich parents whom she is estranged from um actually do have the money so as a bargain they will give rory the money to go to chilton but rory and lorelei have to go to dinner with them every friday at their big fancy house and be subject to their scorn and their criticism and their manners where they can have the worst mother-daughter relationship ever well hey you know um everything uh everything falls but um everything falls things fall apart yeah that was like that was like not related to what i said at all but was super dark yeah (laughs) well you know life is terrible Um, so yeah yeah. it's like the old saying goes people die (laughs) so principally uh the show follows uh lorelei and rory uh in their mother-daughter relationship rory's friend lane uh, and rory's string of boyfriends be that uh the blonde dean who winds up making her a car uh jess the bad boy who's also the guy from heroes Mm. um Let's see. Uh, other people include this guy. What's his name? Her, her fiance later, Logan. We just got like a revolving door Weapon of X. cute boys. It's kind um, of what we got. Yeah, revolving door of cute boys. And then also, um, so in Stars Hollow, there's Luke who runs the coffee shop who uh, Lorelai and Luke kind of like each other, but it's kind of this gruff bantery relationship. And it takes them like six seasons to get together. Um, and otherwise, there's Lorelai's parents, and there, you know, there's some quirky town folk. It's a little town in Connecticut, and everybody has their personalities. Melissa McCarthy's um, there. But Melissa McCarthy's there. Sally Struthers <laughs> is there uh, for some god awful reason. I love Sally um, Struthers. Yeah, and so they live a life full of uh, banter and talking very fast and success. And Rory goes off to Yale and goes to spring break, then drops out of Yale and still manages to have a birthday party. And uh, <laughs> God bless her. <laughs> God, God bless her. Every she Rory. gets a drink named after her. She gets a drink named after her. Um, and is and this all in the last episode? Yes. <laughs> this really is like this show is like a five-hour practical joke for a decent show that happened in season six. Apparently, no, and, and you know what, guys? This was back when the WB was good. <laughs> WB, uh, you know, had shows like this. This um, is back when the WB existed. <laughs> also true. Oh, that's true. 
that's true. And there's the book. Start with a compliment sandwich, though, and then we'll get into oh, okay. uh, some explanation. But first, a compliment sandwich. We start and end every show with a compliment. Uh, Nick, you have the right as the guest to go first or last, and you have the right to choose the order because this is your guilty pleasure. Oh, yeah. Today's okay. about you. Um, I would say I would like to go last. Okay. And then I would like everybody to go in front of Alex. <laughs> Ooh, pick me. Uh, okay, uh, it'll go Chris, Ezra, Alex, me. Okay, great. great. Chris, major compliment, please. Lauren Graham throughout the the run of the show ages very well. I don't know if she's on low carb or the zone. Or Which one is she? P90X. Lorelai. Oh, okay. She's yeah, fuck me Santa. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Fucking Santa. But she kind of has Keanu Reeves' level of agelessness going on here huh. um, in, in the seven years. Because like, if you look at Keanu Reeves and Speed and Keanu Reeves now, they don't look different. And Lauren Graham has that same kind of not looking different. Pretty, it's pretty cruel to all middle-aged women, though, that they make Lorelai eat like, I don't know, a frat boy for yeah. seven seasons. She eats they, like a Chris. That's, yeah, that's the, crim, <laughs> that's the really criminal part is that yeah. she, on some level she cultivates this idea that you can eat terribly for seven years and not gain a pound. And, I mean, it's, and, it's or, like, and you know the actress is not doing that, so it's yeah. very mis- intentionally misleading. Yeah. Y'all How watch uh, Happy Endings? Not to reference another show, but it's a. It takes place in Chicago. It's a sitcom. Mm-hmm. But uh, Aisha Cuthbert is this. Uh, is this? Really oh, neither of those are girl. names. Okay. Anyway, um, but she is beautiful and claims to eat like five lunches on that show every day, and like it's uh-huh. not real. Yeah. Why not more huh. breakfast? Yeah, well, I mean, lunch is like easily the weakest meal. Why would you whoa, do that? It's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna defend lunch now? You have a problem with lunch? I, it's just third place. It's not bad. <laughs> breakfast sucks. No, oh breakfast is God. breakfast no is way the best. As, like, there's no such thing as a free breakfast. There's tons yeah. of free breakfast. <laughs> there's no free lunch. It's <laughs> a really interesting point. <laughs> <laughs> free breakfast is not the best representation of breakfast it's always I mean, they like they give that shit away at motel six <laughs> yeah <at laughs> see sweets it's like free white bread toast that's not that, that good <laughs> i think i actually i think lunch is fourth place because i think it goes breakfast dinner brunch lunch breakfast over dinner yeah it's the most important meal of the day no one is like hey remember how dinner is the most important meal of the day no one ever says that people go out for f- amazing meals and breakfast i'm gonna Though i yeah. do enjoy a breakfast for dinner that's uh mm-hmm. and that might that might say something about the precedence of breakfast over dinner it's uh, true and no one ever you, you never say like let's have sandwiches for breakfast i do you don't you eat you eat breakfast for breakfast <laughs> it's breakfast a breakfast, breakfast for sandwich. sandwich or a breakfast burrito. <laughs> no no then it's a breakfast sandwich. then you're taking the sandwich and you're putting it into the breakfast realm you're not like hey let's have a turkey club for breakfast you don't do it I would but say breakfast is the worst. Eat People eat cereal all the time. You, like you'll nope. Yeah, it's not. Guys, he's convinced me. I fuck other meals. <laughs> <laughs> we should always just eat breakfast. Look, breakfast is the best. Breakfast is great. I'm just gonna say that dinner is the. I, I feel the most uncomfortable about dinner. I feel like there's the most pressure for dinner. <laughs> really? Yeah. Dinner's the bell of the ball, man. It's expensive though. Dinner, dinner is a is. diva. 
All right, it is a diva. I give you that. It's so fucking good. I <laughs> my favorite thing. It's not that you hated it. It's that it just dinner makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, it's just too much. It's the popular girl. I don't want to hang out with the popular girl. She's a bitch. <laughs> you, as you're pretty enough, you can handle with dinner. You can hang with Thank dinner. Thank you. Thank you. I still feel like I have a chip on my shoulder. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, as why don't you give us your major compliment? <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> I'm lost. It may have been our, one of our best moments. I don't know why you guys are so upset about it. <laughs> no, I'm not. Finally officiated that breakfast lunch thing that's been uh, going on for so uh, long. So goddamn wrong. Um, <laughs> oh, what about dessert? That's up there. Yeah, my favorite breakfast is when it's not breakfast. Is when breakfast is cake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but that's not a meal. Shut up! It's a meal. Uh, well, you can, no, no, you can eat anything at anyway. <laughs> also, what about fourth meal? I, Where does fourth meal fit in? What fourth the, meal? The Taco Bell sponsored meal, uh, where you eat Taco Bell at night. <laughs> Where they claim that Doritos with almost 70% not beef is a healthy meal. I am still looking forward to one day trying a, a Locos taco, a Dorito taco. That seems like a great one idea. One day, God willing. Yeah. <laughs> you might find the rare elusive Taco Bell. <laughs> well, no, I have to like, well, for that to be in a Taco Bell, which is weird. your dowsing rod and your... <laughs> it's your white whale. It's more like I have... <laughs> I have to go. Call me local. I have to get up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, you guys got it. As compliment, I'm please. I'm going to for the last episode. <laughs> the Madeline Albright dream sequence was fantastic. Was that, was that literally Madeline yes, Albright? Yes, it was absolutely Madeline Albright. Okay, I thought it was just a lookalike. No, it was really her. Where well, that sounds, has a dream sequence where Madeline Albright is her mom and cuddles in bed with her, and it's literally Madeline Albright. <laughs> and it's, she's so sweet. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, it's the sweetest thing ever. She, like, snuggles up to Madeline Albright, and Madeline Albright is really, really nice. Here's what I like about this compliment. I was thinking about breakfast some more while you were talking. Because <laughs> I have done my research on breakfast. I have done. And you know what? I like it. And I, I will point out, there's no other meal where you're like, you could do completely sweet or completely savory. You're never like, let's have a completely sweet dinner, except for Chris. Brunch. Well, right, sure. Brunch is basically breakfast, but like at lunchtime, which is and proof. With mimosas. It's more like yeah, with that's mimosas. brunch is more like breakfast is is uh, it's expanding its own borders. It's having a coup against lunch. No, you're not having lunch food for brunch. Brunch embarrasses me. I still can't get up early enough for Nick. Brunch. You are pretty enough to go to. Oh, it's early thing. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Really? So I always up, miss dog? it. I'm always like sleeping in, and before I leave the house, it's like oh, I'm gonna miss it. They're closing. It's three p.m. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That may be not the fault of brunch as a meal, but of you as a vampire. Because brunch food is fantastic. I know. It's breakfast food. It's breakfast it, food it, and variety and alcohol. Yeah. yeah I, I, anyway. So, uh, yeah. So, Madeline Albright, totally sweet. Great. My compliment is in... <laughs> oh, it's just, yep, uh-huh, dismiss it. I just didn't see it. I have no comments for that. Yeah. Uh, she was wearing an enormous American Eagle pin. Was, I like it. There's so many good uh, things. I like Madeline Albright generally. Okay, so here's uh, here's my compliment. Uh, it's for the last episode that I saw, mm. and yeah. uh, that is that the Shins played. Yeah, and I like that Shin song. And they played the entire song. Yeah, they did. It wasn't yes. just like here's a clip of that. It was like let's watch the entire song played by the Shins live. Now, don't get me wrong, Alex. I don't mean for this to turn into a hate because I too like that Shin song a whole lot, and I love that they played the whole thing. But at what point were they like? 
the WB meet the shins as spring break party music in floor. Yeah, it was super weird to have them there, and, like, unless they were, like, point, opening for LMFAO. It yeah. didn't seem like a spring break kind yeah. of band. And, and, like, at what point were the shins, who were out on Sub Pop at the time, were like, yeah, we really want to play Gilmore Girls. Also, well, my, my guess is, I mean, my guess is that Sub Pop paid the WB, like, a million dollars for that. That's my guess. James Mercer's beard looked very uncomfortable in the Florida weather. Yeah, he was also wearing a sweater yeah. while rocking, which... Well, he's originally from Albuquerque. It's just not... <laughs> All bets are off. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the guitar player with the really high voice was in a band called Scared of Chaka that uh-huh. was the very first punk show I ever saw when really? I was 13. Um, I didn't know he had punk roots. Yeah, oh, actually, he, those guys. Um, actually, here's the crazy thing: Scared of Chaka actually did a split with a band called Flake Music, which has James Mercer in it, and that's where that band was born in like 1997, where those guys met and hung out together, and they later became the Shins after Scared of Chaka sort of broke up. But I have been hit in the face with a microphone from that guy because he was because tr- <laughs> he was trying to let me sing into it, and he missed, and he busted my lip open, and I bled on the mic. Yay! <laughs> Hooray! That's super punk rock. Mm-hmm. The uh, they the, so the Shins like played at least a partial show live for like twelve extras in that club, <laughs> two of which were making out together. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. All right, uh, Nick. Nick, uh, what's your uh, what's my your compliment problem? is for the entirety of season four, and it goes specifically addressed to the hairdressers. Oh, guys, who, guys, uh, wait, hold who, on a second. Really? You you like Rory's bangs? We don't hold even on, tell. No. We didn't tell people what episodes we watch. I don't think did we? No, no I don't. Yeah. Should okay. that be in there? Like yeah, yeah. Do you want to do that now and then well, go back? Why don't you do this, Nick? Yeah, why don't you tell me also? So you picked out five episodes for us, four and an optional fifth. Which, uh, <laughs> what episodes did you pick and why? Okay, um, so what I tried to do is I wanted to take you on a tour of the Gilmore Girls. And really, I think a lot of that is done in through their boyfriends and what station of life they're in while they date them. Um, I feel like... Episode one, the pilot was obligatory, and you just you needed to see it. It's not my mm-hmm. favorite. I think seasons one and two are probably the weak. Well, aside from the uh, the seventh season, which I've disavowed, uh, <laughs> one and two are I think the weakest. At of least the we series. can agree on that. Well, no, because you watched <laughs> season six, or you were ought, you ought to have watched season six, which is. I disavow it. Still within the... You can't. You haven't seen it. There's nothing to vow or disavow for you. (laughs) Um, So, episode one, that was easy. You needed to see that. I also went with uh, season two, episode five, Nick and Nora, Sid and Nancy is the name of that episode. Um, Jess comes to town. Yeah, Jess... I feel like I had a, a disproportionate reaction to Jess at the time I watched it in my life, and I hated Jess. I hate... No, you're right. I hated Jess, too. And... But he's so dreamy now that I go back to it. I'm like, oh, man. No. That guy. No. the reason why Alexis Bledel, like dated him for six years. Yeah. Oh. And he was in the new Rocky movie. Hmm? Yeah. Well, uh, so actually, <laughs> there was quite a conversation on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash weep, about the boyfriends. And uh, uh, I think David Leskin started it by saying, the correct answer to which Rory's boyfriends, which of Rory's boyfriends is the worst is anyone but Jess. <laughs> So, and there was some agreement with that. So, the, the, the people are behind Jess. Really? Yeah. The people's champion. Yeah, the people's champion, Jess. He's I, terrible, though. Just, he actually, he ruins 
Rory pretty well. <laughs> it upsets me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she needed to but, learn eventually, because mom certainly wasn't going to tell her about life. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's why I picked season two, uh, uh-huh. episode five. The next episode was season four, episode one. It's the uh, the opener. It's called Ballrooms in Biscotti, mm-hmm. and it follows uh, Rory and Lorelai's uh, coming home from their trip from Europe after Rory had graduated high school. And I think mostly I picked that episode for the cold open because I love the part where Rory goes through her closet and she's like, yeah. I had a dream about you in Copenhagen. <laughs> yeah. and you were there and you were there. <laughs> and then she gives her socks a sexy look at the end. And I was yeah, like, like, hello, hello boys. boys. <laughs> Close the door. She says. <laughs> Laura's like, Lorelai's like, uh, I'm going to leave you to make out with your socks. Yeah. yeah. And even though you can't tell there, that's the premiere of the short hair Rory, which uh, is yeah. why episode four is. We do like uh, short hair Rory. And short hair Paris is Yep, 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 yep. That's yeah. why that's, uh, I don't know when we're going to get to this. I'm going to just, maybe I'll just do it now. That's part of my major compliment is all of, should I do that now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. I'm going to ask yeah. you a question. Yeah. Okay, my major compliment is for all of season four and the hairdresser who, who made the call to cut both Rory and Paris's hair to shoulder length. And in my personal opinion, just is the best they ever got. Uh, the internet is quite contentious about this, and you're all wrong. Um, <laughs> that is as good as the world gets. So th- we, I did go see, I went season four heavy for that reason. Um, the next episode from season four is episode 17. It's the spring break episode. It's girls in bikinis, boys doing the twist. The spring um, break! Spring break! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So and the this shins. one I did pick shins. for the shins uh, because I I loved the song at the time when it came out. I it's also worth mentioning that when I saw the show, um, I did not see it as it came out. I saw it as it was already a completed show. Um, I think maybe the last season or two might have been coming out, but I watched most of them on DVD. Um, but I thought it was great to see the shins, and I just I love. Yeah. And then the last one is from season six, episode seven, the it's, lost uh, episode. When Rory turns 21, it's called 21 is the loneliest number, a little three dog night mm-hmm. wordplay for y'all. Um, and I picked this one because I feel like it takes you into the dark time for the Gilmore Girls, which you don't really get for the first f- five seasons. And I thought it was nice to see when they, they do pull uh, the more dramatic card. And it's nice to see Lorelai and Rory butt heads and watch Rory actually become a person and sort of break out from... Uh exactly She's what her mom this was a dark place to leave us with honestly dude i felt i know i felt that was like i lacked a lot of catharsis it was just like just kind of screwing us over there nick yeah well i want you to get excited about the series and return from episode one and watch all of them uh, well you kind of ruined several episodes with spoilers <laughs> then <laughs> Well, that is a lot to take in and a, and a lot for us to digest. What I'd like to do now, Nick, is I'd like to have us play our classic game of Claire Nicka Explains It All. And uh, what this will be, we're going to continue your role in as a as first chair Gilmore Girls fan. And you're going to explain to us some questions that we have about the show uh, and uh, some concerns we might have. You can sort it out for us. Does that seem yeah, cool? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Excellent. So uh, I'm going to start it out. So let me ask you a question about Stars Hollow because I'm a little curious. So there's only one employee. A Hollywood backlot. <laughs> there's only one employee running the whole diner, but the ice cream store has four scoopers and a manager. 
what yeah, is what is the food situation like? What is the what are the eating habits of Stars Hollow that make that necessary? Oh, clearly ice cream. I want to go. <laughs> It's a city that needs its ice cream. Chris, you can be the ice cream queen. That's your your choice. Aww. That's sweet of you. <laughs> there was an episode. Listeners at home, there was an episode where Rory is the ice cream queen. Or almost was. Is not the ice cream queen. Yeah. Ice cream queen elect. Yes. <laughs> she uh, abdicated. Yeah, she does abdicate. <laughs> they, they also... It's, so Stars Hollow is supposed to be super, super, duper small. And at one point... Uh, I think it was Luke was like, this is Stars Hollow. Take three lefts and you're back in the center of town, uh, which is true everywhere. That's how three lefts work. Well, if you start in the center, yeah. Yeah, well, anytime if you're leaving and you take three lefts, you are headed back towards the center. Mm. That is pretty much anywhere you could ever be. So Stars Hollow follows the normal laws of physics. <laughs> that's, that's what he was saying. That's about what we know that. so far about Stars Hollow. Yeah. And they prefer ice cream to diner yeah, coffee. Nick, can you can you can you share any insight as far as the Stars Hollow and what they do for food and commerce and what their <laughs> industries are? Yeah. Well, uh, Taylor, their chief, their chief export is sass. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor uh, frequently has enterprises that annoy Luke, which I think is his primary goal: is to just annoy poor Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 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 real character who's the unsung hero of Stars Hollow is. Um, Kirk, or as he becomes referred to at some point as Human Kirk, um, <laughs> Kirk, who's the, was just funny when I first watched this show in junior high. Yeah, but Kirk was a bit much a for me. Broad, it's a little much. Which He's one? a little bit like a a slow Matthew Perry cousin. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds um, about right. That's that's how I imagine him. If Chandler had a seventy IQ, I think. <laughs> which one is which one is this person? Oh, this is the one who like got Eddie frozen in the diver. ocean. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That was Glenn. Oh, it was Glenn, uh, the skydiver guy. Uh, skydiver. Oh, he's yeah. also the one who sells Rory and uh, and Lorelai the the face cream. Um, oh, in season four, episode yeah. one. He's really bad at Lorelei. biking yeah. on a pedicab. Yeah, but then and then they and this is the also part that that is detrimental. Like he makes it sound like it was their their overweightness that is the reason why he couldn't pedal them. Rory weighs maybe eighty pounds. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, uh, so what else uh, do, do we think this would be a, a nice place to live in? Uh yeah, I, I could I could see it working. I mean, like Hartford's only half an hour away, so without traffic. Yeah, without traffic. I would like to be further away from the terrible grandparents, though. <laughs> they are close I, to Hartford. They don't the seem that terrible to me. What? <laughs> I don't, I don't, this is what I, I mean. This is one of those like stereotypical ang- bad grandparents, uh, as we learned in the in the pilot, where they just tell you who everybody is and what their deal is going to be for the next four years. Yeah. Uh, and they, they were very clear that we're not supposed to like the grandparents, but then they never like. Grandpa was just reading the paper. He was super sweet. He never. He was never a jerk, and he, like, and even... Grandma has some righteous fury for her daughter being pregnant at 16. Yeah, and and, and her mom just, unlike unlike the way Lorelai decides to raise her kid, her mom uh, took a parental role, and I can see why that make Lore- makes Lorelai resent her for her being uh, an authority figure, but... Well, I, I, but also, Grandma was... In the episode you didn't see, you could tell that Grandma forced her taste on everything. Can I ban that phrase for the rest of this show? Forced your taste? <laughs> <laughs> season six episode all right uh other questions you guys other things you want nick to explain to you 
Okay, so explain to me, Nick. Uh, so Luke, at some point, gets very mad at a car. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. he starts kicking it. And uh, I know that there are such things as dent-resistant panels, but if a guy Luke's size wants to bust up a car... How does the car get away with having no damage whatsoever? And he's all—he's he's an angry guy, a big guy, and he's all full of spit and vinegar-flavored coffee. <laughs> it's not just vinegar. Well, it's just coffee is there is bad. I hate <laughs> diner coffee, you guys. Come on. Cute. Well, what I would say is, I mean, cars manufactured in the, <laughs> the, the fine state of Stars Hollow are impervious <laughs> to hate. It's... The the problem with Stars Hollow is that it is so gleeful and joy ridden. Wait, what happened you to Rory's cannot... car from Dean? Well, that one was born of pain and not <laughs> of, <laughs> of anything else. I mean, he Dean. Okay, now you've opened it to Dean. <laughs> like Dean. All right, here's the thing. Dean and Rory have no business being together. They're young <laughs> love. Not. They have nothing in common except for the thing that if you ever want to get on Rory's side, all you have to do is get one of her references, apparently, because that's if that's how he gets her with Rosemary's baby, and yeah. then that's how Jess gets at her. Um, and so all you have to do, and that is that is a mean stereotype to to put on me in my life because see i just like i'm like i will get your reference i will do this and then we will be destined to be together and, and it never well but here's the great thing about out. you though is you don't walk around just dropping literature references <laughs> and hoping that and promising to fall in love with the first yeah, you person say other who gets things. it yeah i should start you have this huge vocabulary of <laughs> non-pop culture reference phrases that you use there's so much more to you it's admirable yeah it's great actually <laughs> Actually, a question about that. I never see her actually read or watch something, so she must yeah. spend every moment that she's not in front of the camera just, like, reading quote books or studying, ev- like, the history of television or and just writing down references. Cause well, she a lot has of audiobooks, so many. I think. Yeah, she must be, doing, she must be pounding the audiobooks from I mean, audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep. <laughs> That's where she could get a free one if she wanted to. You know, guys, we have a whole ad for this. Yeah. <laughs> this is already written. All right. Well, let's. That sounds like a great thing. Let's do that. This ad was required but not approved by audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep. Meanwhile, at Luke's Diner. Jess, would you get your head out of that damn thing and clean table five? You sound like Danny's dad in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. You're about as current as a Tanya Harding joke. Uh, thank you, Dennis Miller. Watch it, mister. Look, I like books. They don't bother me when they should be making eggs for the fine patrons of Stars Hollow. The Rockwell pain that time forgot. If you were half as smart as you want Rory to think you are, you'd head to audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep and get a free audiobook just for signing up. Even if you cancel your damn subscription, you can keep the book. I know how much you like walking around in those damn headphones pretending to be James Dean. Shouldn't you be telling to your pancakes? Oh. You can't scribble in the margins of audiobooks. No one will know what a tortured genius I am without stacks of books in my room. You do a terrible me. Well, if you cared as much about the content of the books as you do about showing them off, you wouldn't be flunking out of school. Get bent. Where'd you pull that one from? Salinger? Hemingway? Actually, I think that's a Bart Simpson. Nice. You sure? I feel like it's an early season two when they tried to make Bart more edgy. I'm out of here. Have a good day at school. Stay away from Rory. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash read it and get your free audiobook today. If you don't get all the Gilmore Girls references, You'll end up alone like the Droog, Dim. Look it up.
All right, so for our next segment, uh, we asked our fans to ask you some more questions. Nick, we're going to keep you in the hot seat here. Uh, this is from Jessica Humphrey. On average, how many pop culture references are you are you able to follow per episode? And and I like the second half better. Have you ever looked up anything after having first heard about it on the show? Um, yes, I actually, I probably would say I get half of the references, and that's being generous Only to half? myself. Really? Um, they're hard. <laughs> But they are. Um, I here's here's the goofy thing about it. I actually have the DVD box sets, and this is the cheat sheet. Included in the DVD box sets are small pamphlets called Gilmoreisms, where they actually explain all of the uh, pop culture references that are made. No. Yep. I'm not sure if you that's get, you, the best you get or the worst thing I've ever heard. That actually, I don't like dumb people being able to follow this. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to read Moby Dick to get your, uh, well, to get your jokes? I, I don't like not having a good reason to buy a DVD set, so that's a yeah, good true. reason. Yeah, well, that's that's some good added. You bonus. don't get that with the with the Netflix of no, this show, right? You have to purchase it. Actually, hold on, I, guys. I think one of the se- if I remember correctly, like they st- it cost too much for them to do that. So I think one of them was only available online, which was terrible. Oh. It was like this, like PDF. It was so unceremonious. You would have to just go to the website and download a PDF. Ew. Mm, yeah, it was. It dude. felt. It felt I bet ugly. it didn't even have an extracted text layer. All right, this is from uh, <laughs> Rihanna Sutherland asks, if you could metaphorically smack both Rory and Lorelai over the head for one thing each, what would it be and why? And with what? Oh, man. <laughs> that is that is, uh, that is a fantastic thing. Um, I would probably say, uh, for me, while I was watching it, I, was, I, I lost my mind when Rory... Um, when she cheated on Dean with Jess. Yeah, like sure. that that's one, an easy one. Yeah. That one it, it like hurt me because Dean is a lovable idiot and he's not I mean he's he's not an intel- but it's <laughs> Dean is not what Rory needed. But she but was she so sweet to her and he cared. Break up with yeah. Him. Yeah. And I was like and it just hurt me to see her pulled in by Jess's whole like rebel without a cause thing. Yeah. God, and, and he is the most boy band clean cut rebel. Yeah. <laughs> I love that scene where, like, you're first introduced to him, and they're like, all right, well, what's the baddest-ass thing we could have him doing? I know, smoking and shuffling cards. That'll just, like, that'll really scream, like, lost soul badass. Oh, God. God. It It seemed like he he was, like, trying out for, uh, like, a community theater production of Cool Hand. He wasn't shuffling. He was working on the overhand waterfall. Yeah. But every day he's (laughs) shuffling. Uh, um, all right, so I would I would hit Rory in the head with her copy of Howl that Jess uh, scribbled in the margins of. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. I was like, what a! I was like, that is such a. I, I was like, what are you what are you writing in there? Like, oh, when he wrote Angel Headed Hipsters, he was high. Everybody knows that. Come on, like, what are you writing in there? Also, uh, also, Lorelai, what are you gonna do? What's she gonna get? Uh, Lorelai, I think it's when, um, what is the thing that bugs me the most? I think when every she, time uh, she says that you, the coffee it, at the diner is good. <laughs> really hard I mean, on this one thing, Alex. Like when she, I didn't when watch she the rest marries of the show, Christopher. <laughs> I mean, that one is like just stupid. Like when, when she was being, when she remarries Chris, or I guess marries for the first time Christopher, her, uh, Rory's real dad. Um, they get I together? Think that was like. Uh, for a they, little while. Interesting. Everybody gets kind of together, and it's it like basically when 
she wants to be with Luke, and there's this whole drama, like, because Luke has a lost kid. It gets a little wonky as time goes on. Um, Everyone's but pregnant. It's weird to say wonky because it implies there's a lot of policy to go through. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to think that everybody was unanimous uh, on the Facebook page uh, for being so positive towards you, so I'm going to throw this in. Cecily Fraze. Uh-oh. Cecily says, uh, how long did it take you to recover from your bilateral orchiotic octomy? Uh, and besides your pension for the Gilmore Girls, what other complications have resulted? I'm going to have to look this up now. Yep. I, there's no Gilmore-ism for that Facebook comment. It doesn't actually uh, matter. Spell orchiotum. It, it doesn't matter what the procedure is. The point is brain surgery and is why you the only thing no, that happened to cause you to not like this. Oh, oh, it's real easy. I got not the brain. Great oh, 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 ball oh. surgery. Very different, Alex. I see. Uh, so uh, she's suggesting your balls have been removed. Yes. Oh, oh, it was real easy. I did it for a girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I basically, I was like, hey, you know what? What shows do you like? And uh, that's uh, ended up how I watched every. What year in the relationship of, was this? Like four or five? Uh, it was like six months. Okay. Well, hold on. I think this part of it was like we were dating for like six months, uh, and then we did Sex in the City, and then we did Grey's Anatomy. So oh, I have. You know what? Wow. That's too much. I would I rotate. Girls is like a step up from that shit. <laughs> I wanted to like Sex in the City. I tried watching it uh, with and for. Did a you girl, get through the first not, couple seasons? I because once the they get season. past the episodic thing to the more. The arc of the story, it's a little bit Yeah, that's tolerable. what they say. The movies were I terrible and racist. Cannot take <laughs> Carrie and her typing. Yeah. And her typing? It is so annoying. Man, this whole thing about orchiectomy is going to really... Don't that keep looking that up. Don't, don't look it up. No, I'm just I'm saying it's like the orchiette, like the, the ear-shaped pasta, like... <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm be able to eat that as well now. Well, <laughs> in, in fairness, though, yes, uh, I did... There is a there is a way that my balls are different after having watched this much Gilmore Girls. They're not gone, but they are different, um, and possibly irrevocably so. Which uh, all right. Uh, so Drew asks. Uh, it's kind of a long one, but bear with me. It's three twenty four a.m. You wake from restless sleep, fevered and sweaty. Stumbling to the bathroom, you feel your skin grow itchy and thick. You run cool water over your hands as you stare at your reflection in the sink. Splash, splash. The horrible itch does not fade. You reach up to your face and start to scratch. It feels good. Scratch. You moan with pleasure. Pleasure. Scratch. You feel your true self coming through. Which fictional character would you have high tea with? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Told you they were weird. Didn't we not say beforehand these were going to be some weird? Wait. Uh, Sorry. First of all, I thought I was the wolf man. (laughs) For the the duration of yeah, that, or that narrative. You, you like face off? Or, or was that po- <laughs> like poltergeist? Maybe wasn't there a, a, a face scratching? Yeah, I think there's a poltergeist uh, where, he, like, also just any sort of like like sunburn, like any sort of scab healing. There's a lot of a lot of itching face herpes. There's a lot Wait, of possibilities is here. It, is it a uh, is it any fictional? Care? Is this just a general question for having dinner? Uh, high no, specifically tea? high tea. tea. High tea with a fictional character yep. or a, a Fiction, Gilmore fictional character. fictional character? Nope, just fictional character. Oh, God. These questions okay. don't all relate to this. Like, Raleigh wanted to know what you had for lunch, and I skipped it because we had pl- plenty of diet talk before the show oh, started. Oh, what did you have for lunch, though? What did you have for lunch? There's only one good answer, and it's Batman. <laughs> it's, it's breakfast. <laughs> um, all right, let me take a minute to think about this because you can edit it later. Uh-huh. Um, Batman's a pretty good answer. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I can't say Batman, because now I feel like it's been fed to me. Where did the other um, appetizers go? 
<laughs> Swear to me. <laughs> Um, Batman is a dick to waiters. <laughs> oh, can I go with uh, uh, Scrooge McDuck? Because <laughs> he just tip everybody? Because he would totally buy your lunch. He would pay for it. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. He's the opposite of that. He's the stingiest. He's miserly. No, only, that's he would, only pay, he would treat you, but it would be good. Yeah. Well, okay. So wait. What, uh, how about Rich Uncle Pennybags, the Monopoly guy? He'd buy me old-timey lunch. I, I was going to say, you like, roll a die before you did. Most, so. Mostly, my goal is just the lunch. I'm not so concerned about the character. How about Jack from Jack in the Box? Then, <laughs> what about George Clooney? He's fake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick, we've stalled for you long enough. What's your character? I, I actually think, um, and this is, it would be the the way I'm getting around this is any character that Woody Allen's ever played, which is really just my way of saying I'd like to Woody have Allen. lunch with Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He'd be like, I think he's, but the weird thing is, I feel like I already know him because he already writes himself in, in like his real yeah, personality. Yeah, I also don't everything. think he would rub off well on you. I have a feeling Woody oh, Allen yeah. would just make you really concerned about medical conditions you don't have. Yeah. When you should <laughs> like be concerned dying. about the ones you do have. <laughs> <laughs> like your, like your face wolf herpes. Yeah. Or like your ma- missing testicles. <laughs> no, just different. They're just different. Different. <laughs> they're different in that they're not longer no longer attached to me. Um, for the record, mine would be the Dowager from Downton Abbey. Oh, uh, it would be a nice lunch, right? Such a great high tea. Yeah, uh, yeah. Those are all. Those are good. Those are good answers. <laughs> How about the cast of Top Chef Canada, which I also think is made up. <laughs> they're fictional. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On boys don't mean to bust your bubble, but girls of the world ain't nothing but trouble. So next time a girl gives you the play, just remember my rhymes and get the hell away. Just last week when I was walking down the street, I observed this lovely lady that's on Let's go to the second half of our compliment sandwich. Uh, this is we're going to go in reverse order. So, Nick, you are going to be first in the minor compliment. What is the last nice thing you're going to say about this for now? Uh, the last nice thing I'm actually going to say is uh, it's a callback <laughs> to a previous uh major compliment or a minor compliment that i gave in episode 38 whoa nick are we gonna um, jump or jerk off <laughs> can we do both that sounds messy i love you you know what that was that was a combination of their a league of their own and point <laughs> it was beautiful i also uh I, this by the way what you're doing now is you're giving the gilmoreisms for your compliment mm. exactly um where in my major compliment for atlas shrugged i said that uh it was narrated by Ed Herman, who's um, <gasps> the grandfather in the Gilmore Girls, and I still would like to compliment his deep and soothing voice. He does narrate a lot of advertisements that you see on television. Also, the lead singer from Herman's Hermits. Is what? That true? <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> by like 40 years. <laughs> yeah, Wait, is it? He's not Herman Munster. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're, you're thinking of Herman Melville. No, I, I think you're thinking of that uh, Captain Picard character. Uh, he drove a spaceship. Uh, <laughs> Captain Picard? How did you get to that one? Uh, Patrick Stewart played uh, Captain Ahab in a oh. movie dick. Wow. wow. <laughs> that was a good, good job, dude. That was a couple of steps. I like it. All right. Uh, great. So continuing backwards, it's my turn. My minor compliment. You guys tried to hate on this a little bit, but I love that Jess is the two cools for school guy. Oh, is God. a magician. Long sleeve tee with a puffy vest. <laughs> that he's a magician. 
then oh, he's then like, he is a magician. I am going. He's like his thing is I'm like gonna open a beer without a bottle opener. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm porch. walking away. I'm the bad kid. I'm smoking. I'm drinking. Like I'm a bad influence on you. I want you to sneak out of school and like what's do that in your ear? With me. Yeah, what's that in your ear? And then he pulls a quarter out of her ear. Oh. It's amazing. He palms a quarter, and she says, don't pull that out of anywhere a quarter wouldn't normally be, like my ear. And he's like, fine. Yeah. And it's like, whole trick gets to flee. But he like, is well. like, I love a, I love a bad boy magician. I think that's such a fun decision. <laughs> it's a weird Alex fantasy that he never got to live out. Yeah. Where magicians like, are the bad boys. I want to know the overhand waterfall, and I want to be well-liked. That's all I want. It's I want those two to exist at the same you time. You a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I always wished it was cool when I told a girl that I read a book. Yeah. That, that, that coffee shop dream of, like, I read this book, and now you like me because I read this book, will never and has never come true for anyone ever. And, and also will never die. <laughs> oh god i it's still every time i'm like that's why i won't go e-reader because i'm like how will you know what book i'm reading All right it's this is my like i like you got an e-reader but on the back in like white out is written like i'm reading moby dick right now <laughs> and then you just cross like, it like, out, out. Yeah. he tried to win points also by stealing from her which i like as well yeah he was like i stole your book now yeah. do you like me yeah she's like a little bit because you defaced it also <laughs> oh my god i got it guys all right here's my free idea internet <laughs> Uh, dust jackets for your iPad or e-reader mm. that's just the cover of the book that you're reading. That is. Like, that it clips onto the back, and it just looks like the back of the book. And so people can be like, oh, you're reading Anna Karenina. Do you, so and do you print you. this out, or is it, like, shipped to you when you buy it digitally? Maybe just, like, a digital display on the back of your e-reader. I think that's what you need is a, uh, an like e-reader. E-ink? Yeah, yeah, with an yeah. e back that just shows the cover so that everyone in the coffee What's shop the can see what you're reading. reading if you're not going to pr- impress people? Oh, yeah. actually, it'd be great, though, yeah. if it, like, had some, like, if it was, like kind of snarky a little bit it's like the same one paragraph of like Anna Karenina over and over again <laughs> and you could switch it out so it could be like us weekly on the actual like yeah of course screen, you can you can lie on like, it yeah so when you're reading <laughs> 50 shades of gray you can say something else in the back not 50 shades of gray yeah. <laughs> nick is totally not reading 50 shades of gray right now everybody on the bus thought you should know <laughs> <laughs> this paper dust cover claim <laughs> breaking news <laughs> all right so uh chris you're next yeah um so my minor compliment and i'm sorry i accidentally closed my little notes file um so my notes? minor compliment is yep. uh once again to the banter and specifically to paris uh i i love paris i've always loved paris and her banter but this was on display in the episode we watched uh, where they're in college and there's a huge rainstorm. They come in wet. And this dumb girl's like, is it raining? And Paris goes, <laughs> no, it's National Baptism Day. Get your tubes tied, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, uh, the spring break episode really is a gem. And I feel like of all of them, it's my, it's my favorite. And I picked it so, not because of anything that happened. Not but because, just because it's and Paris a- kiss. Actually, no, I forgot about that, and I'm not into girl on girl. It's weird. I still feel like it's cheating. If there were my girlfriend, what? I can't get into it. I know it's yeah. weird. Yeah. I I hate it. What if it's huh. to get free it drinks? Makes me sad. Uh, worse. <laughs> also, what? weird yeah. is that they're they're kissing in, at the Shins show, but the Shins have stopped playing, and there is now techno music coming out of the speakers. It's just a very strange bar that they're hanging out in. That is like the Shins polite applause, and then just bar music. 
<laughs> All right, get the hell out of here, Shins. Yeah, yeah enough yeah, of you. Enough yeah, of you yeah. from your one song. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to Seattle, so idiot. I. Yeah. <laughs> that was dumb, but I like it, Chris. Oh god, you're my favorite. Um, oh, all right, as compliment, yeah. Garden State was a long time ago. Get out of <laughs> it was, it was. Zach Braff, get out of my brain. As um, minor compliment. So this is uh, this is to you, Nick, for uh, uh, your selection in episodes. Because when we were watching the second to last episode, I was like, um, man, I wonder how long it's going to be until uh, Lorelai and Luke get together, and then I just go to the next next episode, and we're already there. It's <laughs> pretty slick. It, we skipped like two Thank seasons, you, but it totally worked. I appreciate that's it. That's exactly yeah. what you wanted to see. Yeah, I was like, man, I I would love to see them get together. It's clear they like each other, but when is it going to happen? Probably not for a while. Nope, Boom. right away. Yeah, yeah it sounds it I sounds like a magical moment. As Luke's into women who wear dusters. <laughs> What's it? What? 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 Lorelai's <laughs> always wearing toggle button dusters. Oh, is that what those uh, toggle buttons? It's basically a coat that hits like lower thigh, mm-hmm. and uh, hers are often pink and cable knit. Are they huh. for dusting, or do they dust things? No. No. Could, if, once they're really old, could you use them as a duster, sort of like your like T-shirts? Yeah, they graduate. Sure. Yeah, call that graduating. Pack. Yeah, yeah. It's more Actually, like going to the farm than graduating. graduating to Goodwill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. That is it for our show. We will be back again next week. Next week, we are talking about the mystery method. How to Get Beautiful Women Into Bed. This was sponsored by Daniel and Katie, and they said this, quote, We haven't read it and don't want to. That's your job. But one of us has seen mystery on the internet, and I think on late night TV, and he makes me he makes me just want to take a shower. So uh, thanks for that recommendation. Um, glad we can provide the public service of reading the mystery method so you don't have to. Um, and uh, unlike Body by Bullshit, we will not be doing a month-long challenge based on this book. I will try to pick up my food. <laughs> All right, spaghetti, you're graduating to my stomach. <laughs> uh, we're an interesting half, and maybe the food will come to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so join us next week for that uh, for the book, The Mystery Method. Uh, give us uh, if you want to sponsor an episode, read weepcom slash sponsor You can pick anything that you would like us to review. Uh, also, you can send us feedback, read weepcom slash contact. And we have new comments on our on our page on all of our episodes so browse the episodes on readdesk.com and uh, there's a new much more usable comment feature so get into that thanks for being his, here as always Chris and Ez yep see uh, Walter Smith on Twitter and at Ezra Fox right but you just don't use it uh, I only follow people I don't really do anything it's mostly for reading that's fair uh, boring tell me about Planet Town yeah so uh, come visit Planet Town <laughs> all one word uh, planettown.com it is, yeah, uh, no. no. Planettown.com is only like $835 for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it's bullshit. Uh, no, uh, we are planettownfilms.com and we are uh, a Chicago based uh, online sketch comedy web series. So we make, and so you can see uh, a bunch of handsome Chicago improvisers uh, do some sketches that are very good, and I try not to screw them up too much. Well, planettown.com is expensive. Yeah, $835. Yeah, right? Yeah. But you can name your it's own ridiculous. price. I would like to name $5. Yeah, you can name it. You just won't get it. Goodbye. Pshh.